You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Hey friends, welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I have a very special guest for you today. It is Lucas Piatic, the founder of Looks Like Film and a renowned destination wedding photographer. We talk about Lucas's journey as a wedding photographer and the heart behind creating impactful communities and an educational platform for photographers. His latest project is Eon University, a community-based education for creatives. Before we get into our conversation, I am so excited to announce that I partnered with PicTime to sponsor this episode. One of the best things that happened to me as a wedding photographer is the day I discovered that I no longer have to run to the post office after editing a gallery in order to send out a USB stick to my clients in the mail. And I never really liked the idea that my clients would just open the files to view their images on the computer and that was that. Now with PicTime, I'm able to create and send out beautifully designed galleries and slideshows that my clients can easily share with their friends and family. And all that while I'm comfortably sitting at my desk, sipping my Ethiopian coffee and listening to music. Friends, your client experience doesn't need to end the moment you've delivered the wedding images and gotten paid. PicTime makes it super easy to provide your clients with albums and various other print products via their AI-powered source technology and marketing automation tools. And if you feel a bit lost and overwhelmed, they have an excellent team to walk you through it. And guess what, with the affiliate code IDA, AIDA, you're able to get one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. Head on over to www.pick-time.com for more details. Awesome. Yeah, Lucas, thank you so much for getting on the podcast with me. I'm, I feel honored because I don't know if you've been on another podcast. It's been quite a while, so. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm so happy that it worked out finally. I know. Beginning of the year, I'm super happy that I can start with you as my first guest for 2023. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, Lucas, um, I know a lot of people in the industry know you, but surely there's some newbies who might not. So if you can just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, your destination wedding work, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So uh, my name is Lucas uh, Piatek, uh, which is a Polish name. So uh, initially you would pronounce it um, Piontek. Uh, so I was born in Poland, uh, but I moved to Germany when I was uh, four years old. So um, yeah, I'm not really good in speaking Polish, to be honest. And uh, I understand a bit. Yeah, uh, but can't talk too much. So um, yeah, I feel like more like a like a like a German, I guess. And um, yeah, so moved to Germany, and um, yeah, then uh, been basically going to kindergarten school here and everything that you can do and right. uh, after school I kind of um, didn't know what to do so uh, there was like a, a point in my life where uh, I was kind of uncertain about my future um, so I was wanted to be a photographer but like never really um, I guess trusted in myself or could never um, envision that I would be able to uh, make money with it at a certain point in time and of course, if you grow up, you don't think about being a wedding photographer. I think that's not a job that any kid has in mind. Not really. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. my dream. My... Which I also didn't. So uh, I started with like doing portrait work and um, did a lot of macro photography when I was younger as well. And um, 
yeah, I just had a like a hard time or uh, in the beginning to um, photograph people because uh, I'm 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 really introverted and and a quiet person in my normal life, so um, it it didn't feel natural to me to photograph people and interact with them because that was something that wasn't easy for me. And so one day a friend of mine asked me if I could uh, photograph the wedding, which is now probably 10 years ago now, nine or 10 years ago. Yeah, crazy. And, uh, yeah, uh, I showed up, uh, brought my camera and uh, took some shots and uh, they liked the photos. Uh, I really enjoyed doing this because uh, it was something completely new that I've never done before. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like the starting point uh, of um, my wedding uh, business, I guess. And um, so after that, more and more friends asked me to to shoot their weddings. And uh, then I kind of like looked into the entire um, industry and uh, yeah, tried to learn and I guess evolve as an artist. Because of course, my style back then is different from what I'm doing now. And uh, of course, if I look back now, it's kind of embarrassing to... Yeah. None of us, none of us want to go back to the early days or like, but that's a good sign, you know, Um, but I know exactly what you mean. And I, what's exciting for me is like, for me also, I feel like in the future, I expect myself to get better and I want to be embarrassed by what I'm doing now in a way, you know, but those first few weddings, um, yeah, it's a bit cringeworthy. (laughs) I know. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, that was kind of the the, the point in, uh, in my life where I tried to basically learn a completely different thing, uh, a com- completely different type of photography um, with people and weddings, of course. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I browsed the internet, browsed Facebook and stuff and uh, kind of realized that there's different looks out there that um, that you can do. It's not just because back then in Germany, everything was like very you know like bright and pastel colors and everything looked kind of um i would say fake yeah and, um so when i looked over to the states um there was a completely different style it was like more moody and uh more like filmy and that's when the entire idea of looks like film came along so um in the beginning i just um set up a website for myself basically as a sort of inspiration um this was like pre-pinterest kind of pre-instagram with their um um, hype I guess yes. and so um, I made a blog with amazing images that I found on in Facebook groups and just showed them online and uh, people kind of liked them and um, so that was the starting point and it, from there it kind of evolved to um, a separate Facebook group um, and um, suddenly more and more people joined like naturally like we never spent any money on advertising mm-hmm. and suddenly like all the big names in the industry were in the group like sharing photos which kind of catapulted my name kind of out there because I was like running the group right and um, it also incredibly helped me in my journey because I had access to all those amazing people um, sharing their amazing images and just by looking at those images I kind of felt I got better in my work you know what I mean yeah because you're seeing you know the work from (laughs) the best of the best out there right so you up level naturally yeah, totally. And it was fascinating to see like uh, how quickly you can achieve things uh, in, in your, uh, yeah, I guess in your career um, just by looking, learning, um, adapting, and then kind of also like finding your own style within that, right? So um, I really liked uh, the transition that I did to um, a different style, but I still like didn't feel I was quite there yet. 
-hmm. And um, so probably another two years where um, I felt I needed to, um, yeah, to basically find myself. And um, after a while, um, I was like, okay, like, this is it. This is my style. This is the way I want to compose my images, the way I want to use light. And that was the starting point. And um, from there on, it kind of turned into a more um, international brand, I would say, for my photography business. Um, mm -hmm. So um, local weddings were not happening anymore. And uh, more and more people like from uh, outside of, the, of Europe uh, asked me to shoot weddings. And uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing for the past years. And uh, nowadays, it's probably like 90% destination weddings um, each year. And yeah. I hope that wasn't too long. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, it's fascinating because, I mean, I think you're one of the few people in the industry who can fully encompass the word destination wedding photographer because, you know, I know some people, they do two, three weddings um, abroad a year and label themselves destination wedding photographers, which is fine. Like, I don't judge anybody, but I mean, I follow you on Instagram and I see you going from Bora Bora to, I don't know, Mexico or San Francisco everywhere, which is really cool to see and um we all know like you're like the king of seo with getting also your work out there so it's partly that your name's out there right and also partly because you know how to how to work google which is great i am a huge fan of seo like it's uh, one of the main drivers of my photography business because sure. um, social media like growing a following is not my strength i don't know somehow it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't inspire me so I kind of I've been lazy through the years and yeah it's just not the way I operate <laughs> yeah I, I think like the entire SEO thing is kind of the backbone of my my business and yeah uh, it's just there like in case of you know like it's kind of hard to envision like a, a life without Instagram but uh, you never know you, you know sometimes it, it someday it might change and uh, so I don't want to rely too much on Instagram or Facebook and uh, in, I think in my mind, like SEO, your website, this will always be there, you know, in yes. 10 years, 20 years, like Google will always be a thing. And um, so uh, I just wanted to have that in place just in case something else goes wrong anywhere, anywhere else. And uh, yeah, it works. Yeah. I mean, that should be a major takeaway for people because a lot of people have lost a lot of inquiries as soon as the algorithm changes and everything like I know photographers were relying 90% of their inquiries just through Instagram. And then when things go south, uh, their business goes south. So like establishing yourself in different ways is huge. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about your whole new project, Aeon University, if I'm pronouncing that right. I keep saying Aeon, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Please tell us how that's, yeah, everything about it. Let's start with like where the idea came from. Um, let's compare it to how that's different to looks like film and who you're serving. Take it away however you want. So, um, I mean, the name, uh, you can either say Aeon or Eon. I think it really okay. depends on like, your own pronunciation and uh, where you live. Yeah. <laughs> it's no right or wrong. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, the entire idea for, for, for Eon, which is um, a, um online uh, place for um, education. Um, mm -hmm. So... Um, you can go there and um, have a look at different artists and basically um, download the courses or look at them and just learn because um, the idea started um, four years ago. So um, it's actually been a long process for Eon to to launch because mm -hmm. there's been some hiccups and of course um, COVID 
didn't make things easier. Yeah. And um, that's why it was a, a pretty long journey for us um, to um, finally uh, launch it. Yeah, so the idea came along uh, four years ago. And uh, we just noticed that, um, or I noticed at least, um, while working uh, for Looks Like Film, that workshops were, yeah, kind of popping up quickly everywhere around the world. So yeah. uh, whereas maybe six or seven years ago, there were probably like five, four or five big workshops uh, in the industry that you can go to. <laughs> and suddenly everybody does their own workshop. So um, everybody that's been to a workshop suddenly did their own workshop about it's topics true. that they learned at the workshop. So <laughs> yeah. it was kind of, kind of weird to see and uh, mm -hmm. see them pop up everywhere. And um, yeah, like we realized that, um, yeah, it, it, it might be uh, the best uh, I guess point in time for us to create a a place where people could can just be at home and just look at stuff without traveling because <clears throat> like um talking to workshop um hosts um they told me that it's getting harder and harder to to sell tickets because um there's so many of them right and um that's why um I thought it it might be a good idea and um <clears throat> so we started like talking to people and um, recorded people um, around the world um, for this. Um, so there's a combination of, of live shoots and uh, like master classes or just like interviews and talks uh, on different topics. And it's basically aimed at basically everybody in the industry. So um, there's videos for photographers, videographers, people that do fine art, um, film photography, or even, I mean, not even, but digital photography. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you're a couple photographer, a wedding photographer, a family photographer, um, there's there should be something for um, for everyone. And um, that's the entire idea. And um, yeah, so again, like once COVID hit, um, a lot of things changed. So we also um, needed to wait for certain videos to be done because we couldn't yeah. travel. And, uh, we also like kind of, I would say, um, changed some things because... Mm -hmm. um we noticed that um when COVID happened like um there was even a bigger trend for uh, online education right because people couldn't travel totally. so everybody was at home so um they just wanted to to be there and just click a button and learn something without um the hustle of traveling so um we noticed that okay um this idea now because of COVID might be even better in certain aspects and um uh, yeah, and um, then in my private life, uh, um, my wife got pregnant and uh, we had had a baby yeah. around one and a half years ago. And then another layer of this showed me that, okay, like being a parent makes it even harder to travel. It really and, does. Uh, it's even better for me to uh, be able to be home and learn. So um, yeah, all those elements kind of added up uh, and uh, made us realize that, okay, this is uh, actually a good idea. And uh, yeah, now it's here and hopefully um, it will stay for a while. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, Of course, I've been going through the website, seeing, you know, everything that you're doing. It's been a soft launch so far. Um, But I love the idea that it's like community based. So like I was just wondering, like, how are you planning on fostering more of a sense of community? We know, like, especially when Facebook groups were huge, like looks like film, like that community just grew and grew. To be honest, I don't know how it's thriving these days or not. Like, I'm barely on Facebook. It just, like, the feed overwhelms me, so I barely log on. Uh, but um, I think that's also... I'm probably not the only one. <laughs> so I wonder, like, 
for Eon, um, how you plan to kind of like maybe bring an interaction between community members and even maybe the educators. Is there a plan there? Yeah, so um, we're planning um, certain um, Instagram um, live videos with um, the educators where mm. people can basically um, watch the video. It's like, like we're planning to do like one hour long and mm -hmm. so people can go there and basically ask the educators um, any type of question. So um, those will be like the people that are currently on E.ON and yeah. others that will share um, additional content. And um, so that's the plan to basically connect like um, the website to um, social media and Instagram and um, as well Facebook. So um, whereas it looks like film is kind of um, right now, you mentioned Facebook, uh, it's overwhelming. It really is. Yeah. Um, even for myself, it's overwhelming. And um looks like film is um the good thing about this is that it's um, running on its own you know right um, we don't have to force people to do something they share the images they interact um they ask questions in, in, uh, in the learn group which is made for uh, for questions so yeah. um it's, it's kind of like driving on its own and we are just like um moderating it right if something goes out of hand or people go yeah. crazy or uh, are nasty to each other yeah and, and, and do some things other than that it's it's going on its own and the beauty about it is that in the past years um through looks like film um people have created their own like local communities so mm. um, especially in the states um people that met in the group now like meet up in, in real person and yeah. just like um share the knowledge um yeah i was fortunate enough to uh to be at a, at a meetup uh, in tennessee some years ago so uh, cool. with local community. and uh it's just been great to see like what People have been doing like there are certain groups that like do like weekly meetups, monthly meetups. There's some that um like I mean they all do this for free and some like even like organize style shoots for this so people can come along and just like yeah be together, learn together, and just shoot together. Um, because I think that's the best way to to learn, just um to go out there, connect with your um fellow creatives in the area, and mm -hmm. just uh, yeah basically together share your knowledge. And that's what the entire idea was, you know, like, um, I just hate if, if um, there's people that do not want to share knowledge or do not want to help others. Right. Because um, even when I started out, um, I asked questions to other people. And yeah. I always like appreciated when I got a response or people like replied to me. And yeah, um, yeah so that's, um, that's really, really good and, uh, and, and good to have. And uh, yeah, with Eon, um, of course, it's always connected to looks like film and also like Meridian. Um, mm -hmm. So all those things will be kind of um, um, connected in, in a certain way. And um, yeah, the way to make it, again, as you said, like um, to create a connection is through those videos, um, through um, more content, through mm -hmm. um, basically um, uh, questions in the groups where people can interact. And uh, that's the idea so far. Um, we have some other ideas for the future for maybe, again, like local meetups, um, for um, for certain areas uh, but um, yeah this will take a while to plan so for now it's like um, getting the word out there and yeah um, adding um, additional content because um, there's some that we, that we didn't release yet and uh, some more have been already filmed so um, yeah this entire year will be basically just like um, adding content and uh, yeah making it bigger I guess that's amazing so like the education that comes onto the platform is specifically made for that, right? It's not like educators yeah. had something and they're just kind of selling mm -hmm. it to you. Um, no. Yeah, that's good. It's, um, yeah, original content. Um, um, everybody was filmed by us. 
And um, so uh, it's nothing that is kind of um, revamped. It's not not recorded that can be bought anywhere else. So good. And, um, that was, yeah, also the idea behind it. Yeah. And like, so it's also not just an opportunity for like creatives to learn there, but also for educators, right? Like from what I understand, you're giving people a platform that might not have that much of a reach out there to, um, yeah, to share their courses and education. Like, how's that working? Like people can submit, um, you know, to you saying, hey, I have knowledge in this area and I want to do something like how does that work? Yeah, so of course, for the first batch of, of people, we um, just contacted people, right? Because nobody knew yeah. what we were doing. Of um, course. Uh, um, so going forward, um, of course, people can can message us. Um, it's 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 kind of a similar process than uh, like Meridian. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same idea, you know, like we um, um, connect with other artists and um, create a partnership and bond um, yeah. to um, share their content. Um, I mean, share their presets and just like, together like um, reach a bigger audience and yeah. uh, that's that's the beauty of it i mean everybody can um sell or share stuff on their own but um if you create a kind of a place where people can share it together um you'll always reach a bigger audience naturally right you yeah totally. audience as, a, as an artist you get um, the entire audience of looks like film plus you get um additional audiences of the other artists that um, share their work there um, so naturally, um, you will, um, yeah, be able to reach more people. Yeah, that's so good. And another thing is also this whole idea of giving back. I've seen that like it's there in the core of what you want to do. It's not just you know, it's making a change in the way that we can. Right? We can't change the entire world, but I always feel like within our own worlds, within our own industries, we can make moves. And like when everybody does that, there's a bigger impact. So like, what are the ways that you're using Eon to do that? If you can go into that. Um, yeah, again, just like um, combining people. And um, I mean, I mentioned the um, the Instagram stuff earlier. Um, yeah. Um, done by Tash, which you know. And um, yeah. so um, this will be all free basically, right? So uh, we will get people in there and they will share their knowledge, share their stuff yeah. uh, to, um, to other people. So uh, people can just like, sit there listen or um like watch everything yeah and, and learn so um again that's that's the entire idea um there's plans for some um some free content on eon as well yeah and um because um, we really like notice that people like really appreciate if you um share free stuff um, because not everybody has the ability to, exactly. um, to buy a course or um to buy a preset and um since we always want to help people like in, in any sort of way um, um that's the plan so um and as i mean i talk to a lot of people and photographers and i know that um the past years have not been easy for them mm-hmm. and um i have a lot of friends that um also couldn't continue doing uh, doing this uh, because of covid because um they didn't get any bookings and uh because everything was kind of locked down right and yeah. uh, it's the same like now we are not in the in the best moment in time i guess um inflation is high so yeah. people um, watch their money um mm-hmm. we are in europe like i mean you are in germany as well yes so um prices are increasing for for gas and, and oil and um there's just like a big uncertainty in certain areas that's true um so by giving um certain things away for free um we just try to help people of course like we we can't give away everything for free yeah as much as we can like um, we just want to to help people 
and I mean, they can always like reach out and ask questions and uh, like, honestly, like we will always be there to, to answer questions like about anything. Yeah. So, um, so anybody that's listening to this, like if you want to reach out to, um, to myself about weddings or um, the Eon artists or anybody, uh, anybody else from, uh, from other um, brands that we have, please do so, right? So don't be afraid. Um, if, if you're too afraid to ask, um, nothing will happen, but uh, I mean, what can go wrong, right? If you just try to ask. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's to the introverts out there. <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard to take that step and put yourself out there. Um, it's it's tricky, but I love that because I mean, for me, accessibility is so important, especially like now that we're all globally connected and we're doing things online. You know, like for the longest, a lot of things have been, you know. Uh, the people who've had the privilege of having access to stuff were usually in the Western, you know, more developed countries. And now that we can reach others, I think it's so great that we can do that, you know. Um, and I see that, like, with free content that helps uh, people who might not be able to afford a course that might be over $100 or something like that, you know. So yeah, that's I, I huge. That, yeah. Yeah, and I also saw that like when someone purchases the course, um, five percent of, you know, the income will be going to charity. That's something that you're also integrating into the platform. Yeah. So um, especially um, uh, to you, Greed, right now. So um, uh, Eon is not um not um, a um, a, a website that is done by us. On, on our own right so uh mm -hmm. it's a partnership with us and um uh, another brand um that you know uh which is flow themes yeah and, mm -hmm. um, yeah so um the beauty about flow themes is that um it, its founders um have a, a very cool mindset about um donating and have a lot of connections to uh people in ukraine um mm. and um to other charities so um yeah, that's the beauty of it. So we try to use that um, to just like help people. Yeah, no, I think that totally makes sense. You know, it's like we all do what we can in the capacity that we have. And I love that. Like it's also setting an example for the rest of the industry to see that like, I think it's okay, you know, running businesses. That's what we have to do to be sustainable and actually make a living that's totally fine but like when we can reach our hands out and see that we're making whatever of a difference I'm all for it <laughs> so yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah no I mean uh, how much did this whole COVID lockdown all these things kind of change the way that you've been approaching business going into the future like do you feel like there was a shift for you so for me personally, in my um, wedding business, I think the biggest takeaway for me from uh, from COVID was that um, you always got to have a plan B, right? Mm, so yes. um, you cannot just rely on like being a photographer uh, for weddings, for example. Yeah. Um, you got to find different niches or ways to uh, make income. Um in times like COVID, I mean, nobody expected no. this to happen, right? So, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's just it was just like such a weird time. But uh, try to come up with with an idea, like with a master plan, how you can make money, like even if you're not able to to travel or to go outside. So again, like online education, online content, 
um, a lot of people like doing YouTube stuff. And yeah. um, there's so many ways out there which um, that you can do something um, to generate content or to generate something that might be, um, yeah, worth for other people. And uh, um, yeah, so um, I got, I'm fortunately lucky because I already had those other outlets um, that were in place to um, basically um, get me over and through um, through COVID. And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just always have a plan B and just think about your future because as you get older, um, if you're doing weddings, you won't be able to do weddings when you're 60 years old or maybe 50 years old. Yeah, so, I was like, 60 is already for me way too far. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. have like an exit plan, right? So, um, oh, totally. And like about- those building blocks should start now, is what I really believe, right? Just it doesn't have to be a full out plan, but just really putting things into place because all of a sudden, you know, those of us who started a few years back, we are in our at least mid 30s, right? Yeah. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah, and then totally. like 40s, just uh, knocking on the door, kids are coming into play. I have two kids of my own. You know, so it's something that has been playing in my mind the past couple of years and already, you know, time goes faster than we think. But at the same time, I think as much as, you know, sometimes people are so much into their business that it's good to kind of take a step back and think things out. But um, just to shift a little bit while I have you here, I've been seeing online and I've been feeling it like you did touch upon it. You know, with inflation and everything, at least for those in Europe, I do see this kind of fear of the lack of bookings that are already, you know, in by the time it's January. Like there's this sense of freak out happening. Like while I have you here, what advice do you have to for photographers who are just starting to think, oh, my God, what should I do? Like it's 2023, like this should not be happening still, but it is for different reasons, like what should they be doing right now? I mean, it's it's a hard question to be honest because um, it is, yeah, yeah. Like I think we all notice uh, a trend right now in terms of mm-hmm. bookings. Um, yeah. At least when I talk to people, yeah. And, um, I think that also like couples that are like planning weddings right now are very uncertain. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a friend um, last week, and two of his clients um, they canceled their wedding for this year because it was just too expensive. Yeah. So we we gotta keep in mind that people that want to book us are also just people that have the same problems right now that, that we have. Exactly. And yes. Exactly. So um, I think like for me, it's like always like the best thing is to talk to people. And um, so if you get an inquiry, mm-hmm. uh, just talk to them. Okay. Like see and find out what their ideas are, um, what their budget is. Um, I feel that like budgets are going down right now. Yeah. At least from what I notice, I get a lot of inquiries, but um, I also mm-hmm. get ghosted quite a lot right now. Mm-hmm. So I assume that's because um, the price is out of reach. And um, yeah. everybody has to like know for their own, like, okay, should I decrease my pricing? Uh, what should I do? Um, because you got to be realistic, right? So um, you have to make money somehow. So mm-hmm. uh, if that means go down with your pricing to maybe meet uh, the client's budget because you don't have any other bookings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be the only way, right? So uh, this won't be like this forever, right? So it's just like a transition phase. And uh, again, a lot of uncertainty for this year. And uh, I'm sure that uh, in the next years, we will, we will see like other uh, other trends and uh, where you can 
make more money. But um, if you have problems right now booking couples or um, getting weddings, then yeah, just think about that. Yeah, totally. And um, also as something I keep thinking about, like I've been planning to, you know, even do like a little brainstorming session uh, for free for photographers just to see like, because everyone has a different problem and they're in a different markets right so it's just there's no one right answer for everyone but one thing I thought is really just going to the basics and really thinking about what do people value and how can I bring that front and center like um, my advice is really reworking also your website like I realized I haven't paid attention to my <laughs> photography website the past couple of years because it was just working and I was just working on my podcast and I went back to see like it outdates so fast. Yeah. It outdates really, really fast. People update everything and also updating the copy of your website to exactly to speak directly to the needs of the people at this point in time. Something yeah, I really totally. learned. So um that's huge. But I'm also curious because you said you're reducing destination weddings going forward, right? So you'd be focusing more on Europe or Germany in specific? Yeah. Um it's actually Italy right now. So um, that's oh, my yeah. main focus. And um, it, it works. I think I have five or six this year in Italy. And um, yeah, the idea is just uh, Italy is such a big, big destination wedding country. It is, yes. I think it's one of the biggest in the world right now. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's it's just here, right? It's just there for us. It's like two hours it's flying. It truly is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the idea is like, I want to do more, I mean, locally. Mm -hmm. uh, which for me means Europe, right? So, quote, quote. Yeah, that's why I was asking. I was like, local for you probably doesn't mean Germany around Köln. And... <laughs> you know, like, I think like distance is it's such a big thing here in Europe than, than in the States. If, if mm -hmm. you know, like, if you're doing a wedding in the States and you travel from California to um, to New York. Uh, that's huge. long flight. So yeah. uh, if I travel to Italy, it's it's peanuts, right? And um mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, that's the entire idea to shift it more to um, European weddings, um, um, Italian weddings, uh, oh, yeah. weddings in Spain as well, and yeah. um, just to get the beauty of uh, destination weddings and uh, those, I guess, special events still um, yeah. be like mm -hmm. near to home, right? Without having to travel to travel um, 24 hours or even longer um, to be home. And uh, yeah, that's my uh, my plan for the next years. That's beautiful. Yeah, um, I, I love those destinations, except it's really, really hot and I suffer. <laughs> <It's> yeah. like, <laughs> the Italian heat, like I did a wedding in Puglia, which was really great, but yeah. it was so hot. It is, And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> oh my God, guys, like either I'm freezing in the winter or I'm, yeah, this African girl struggles in Europe sometimes. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, it's, it's so good. Lucas, thank you so much. Like you always take the time to share everything. Like you're so yeah, approachable. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm excited to see where Eon is going. Like, um, I love platforms like this that is for the community. I'm about community. I love people. I love online stuff, but I love online, like uh, in-person meetings. So whenever you do that, I'm totally going to be there because, yeah, just interacting with people just, um, I think it just fills up our creativity. Like, we're we're usually in this alone in our offices, right? And getting yeah. out there is, it's exciting. It's cool. Yeah. The more people you talk to, the more people you connect to, the more people are your friends, um, the quicker you will grow and the more they will you will learn. So uh, that's what I realized in the past years. 
Yeah, so good. And like for people who want to get more information, should they be going straight to the website? Is there an Instagram? Can you give us all the contacts for that? Yeah, you can go to um, eonuniversity.com, which is a website. Uh, but you can also access um, each course on looksakefilm.com in, in the store. Um, they're connected. So um, both will work for you, whatever you want to do. And uh, yeah, that's where you get the infos. So good. Do you have any parting words for photographers out there for 2023 to encourage them going into the season? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> just get out there and kick ass. So uh, try to make uh, the best work that you can. Um, the way that I approach each wedding is that uh, I want to make this wedding the best wedding that I've ever shot. So um, good. So, um, that's my mindset going into. And um, yeah, just... Be confident is also a big thing that that um that I have in my mind when I shoot weddings. Yeah, uh, again, it's normally like in my normal life I'm not the most confident person, but uh, when I have a wedding when I show up I I know I will deliver, and yes. this way um I can guarantee that I will make the the best work possible, and um yeah other than that like if you have troubles bookings uh, making bookings this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, rethink your business. Try to do different things maybe to reach clients. Um, it's like tiny things that, that you can change to see if they work. Um, as an example, um, if you get a, an inquiry from someone and uh, normally you would reply with an email, right? Yeah. Why well, not just send a small video of yourself replying to them just to make so it more good. personal and yes. to basically like stand out because just think that your couple that is crying is inquiring with you. Uh, you're not the only person that they yeah. send the mail to. Um, so you got to find a way to make yourself um, yeah, stand out or... Um, or, or be special be different and mm-hmm. um, there are certain things that you can do and this could be one of them I love it yeah it's time we switch things up you know because what worked before doesn't mean it's working now so um I love those parting words it's so good Lucas thank you so much for joining me today you're welcome thank you <laughs> so good thank you so much for tuning into our conversation today Before I let you go, I want to quickly talk to those of you who are struggling to get bookings for this upcoming wedding season. I want to help you fill your calendar, so why don't you join the free workshop that I'm organizing alongside my friend Leslie Vega, who is a brand and web designer for photographers. It is going to be a live Zoom call on Thursday, February 2nd at 11 a.m. Eastern. I will talk about how to organically attract potential clients particularly using SEO, and Leslie will talk about how you can use your branding and website to convert those potential clients into paying booked clients. You can find the details about signing up in the show notes or just go directly to my website www.wedding-photography-podcast.com and click on the page how to book more weddings in 2023. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.